we're now continuing with why is it that Rishayim, why is it that bad people seem to have good lives? And we said yesterday, sometimes it's being paid back for some of the good deeds that they've performed in this world. Let's go on to another reason why Rishayim have bad, uh, have good lives. V'yesh Shetiyah. There's many of them as follows, that it should be that in other words, the reason why they have good lives and success and uh, they feel that they're having a good life and it looks like they're having a good life is, is it's a bikodon, which means it's a deposit. Which means basically the Rabbi Shom is giving it to them to use but doesn't actually mean that they can enjoy it. And until the Rabbi Shalom will give him a son that is a big tzaddik, and he will have the property, right? So I, I know, for example, uh, a very, 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 very wealthy person from Australia, um, incredibly wealthy person, I went to see him, I spoke about him, if you remember, in Auschwitz, yes. and um, he has a lot of money. His grandson is actually sitting in Kolel in Yerushalayim. So I think that is an exact example of what the Chavis of is telling us, is that, I, I wouldn't call him a Russia, he's not a Russia because he does a lot of good things also, but in other words, he wasn't Shem Torah Mitzvah, which again, and we're not judging him why, you know, he's children of the Holocaust, whatever, Chas Shalom, I don't judge anyone, but theoretically, um, even though he doesn't fit into the category of a Russia, but, you know, he definitely wasn't a Tzaddik, and maybe now he is because he's Chavis of or whatever, but Al-Kapolim, the idea is, is that is that the Rabbani Shem gives sometimes a person things that are not necessarily made for himself, but for future generations. So this man has a lot of money, he's able to support his grandson sitting and learning. Why? Because he has a grandfather that could do that. So sometimes a person is given money that not necessarily means for him to use, but it's for somebody else to use. And therefore when you see someone who's having a lot of success, you shouldn't say, oh, wow. He's having a lot of success. Maybe it's not for him. Maybe it's for his son or his grandson or daughter or granddaughter. They're going to need it to be shemitary mitzvahs. Kamosh Ami Yochin, Yochin v'tzadik yilbosh. Right? He prepares, but a tzadik actually wears it. Now, as a person can prepare whatever he wants, but who wears it, who uses it, who utilizes it? A tzadik. Third reason. Okay? It could be that the reason that he has a lot of money, success, or wealth is the reason that what? That he dies. What is the classic example of this? Where Victor Miller always says this? President Kennedy. President Kennedy was shot and he died. Now, why was he shot and died? Not because his name was Kennedy, but because he was elected to be president. Which means that his success, think about it, his success caused his death. The success that he has, that someone would say, wow, look at him, he's got a great life, unbelievable. But that was his downfall. Again, it's because he was elected president. That was his downfall. Therefore, okay, could be. Well, no, with your president, it's much harder because of... Uh, easier, but still, it was certain. You hear this? Sometimes being wealthy is not good. Sometimes being successful is not good. Now, we look at success as like that's amazing, you made it in life, but that's not true. 
Success doesn't mean you made it in life. Because sometimes a person can have success and that's a downfall. The El Shushetia, it could be. Sometimes the Rabbanu Shalom is very upset with a person. And the Rabbanu Shalom wants to pay back a person. And Hashem says, you know what? I'm going to hold up. I'm going to hold up. Right now, right now, he deserves it. You know what? Maybe he's going to do tshuva. Maybe he'll become a better person. And therefore the Rabbanu Shalom gives him success and doesn't punish him for his bad deeds, even though he deserves punishment, only because the Rabbanu Shalom has so much rachmonus that he even wants a Russia to have a good life and maybe do tshuva. Kamosha data. We all know by Menashe, who was the king of Yehuda, he was allowed to have tremendous success. Why? Because could be he'll do tshuva. And therefore, sometimes when you see someone successful, it doesn't mean he has a good life. It means the Rabbanu right now is allowing him to be successful and hoping and waiting for that moment that he will come to do tshuva. Another example, Rabbi say, Aviv. Maybe his father did some tremendous chesed. In other words, the reason he's having a good life is not because he's a Russia. That's not a reason to have a good life. And that's not why you should look at him and say he's having a good life because of. But it's because his father or his grandfather did something tremendous and he's reaping the rewards of that. And therefore his son had to have some kind of reward for that. Wow. It's the test people. It's the test people. Right? In other words, when you see someone who's a Russia having a good life, you're going to be upset. And you're going to say, where's the Rabbanish Where's the judgment in this world? And the test is not for him. The test is for you. That you looking at him, and you're looking at the guy in Hollywood and saying, Wow, look at that guy! He's doing every other in the world! He's got a house, 16 plasma screens, gold plated, even in the bathroom. He's got every possible gishmak that he needs. And he does every other in the world. Where's the robot? Come on, man! Why is he not getting punished? The answer is, You're getting a test. He's not getting a test, he's getting what he's getting. But the Turabonjum is testing you to see how are you going to react to that. Okay? When people see this, they say, you know what? There's no, no real truth to Yiddishkeit. There's no real Hashem. There's no real There's no real, you know, judgment. You learn from them. And therefore we now see who's really a loyal Oyved Hashem. Someone that sees someone suffering and doesn't get you know, disturbed by it, doesn't get tested by it, doesn't get bothered by it. That's an incredible thing. People that are Moise Nefesh, they don't care what's going on. People that are Moise Nefesh for Yiddishkeit, for mitzvahs, for the Rabboni Shlom, they don't care, I, this guy, this guy, this guy. It's irrelevant everybody else. It could be that that guy's only getting up because he's te- Rabboni Shlom is testing you. Don't worry. As the Mishnah Pukhava says, don't worry, there's a time for everything, everyone will get their punishment. And for you being loyal, you will get tremendous chad. So Abhisai, the Yisoid over here is what he's telling us is a Kavaldik Yisoid. And that is, we've spoken about now two Mahalchim. Now Mahalach number one, why is it that Sadiqim, 
seem to have a hard life, a challenging life, and we answer that with a few d- bunch of reasons. And then we had another question, and that is it, why is it that the Rishoyim seem to have a good life? And we've answered that as well. And I think if we would be able to get out one Yisoyed, I'm sure we can get out many Yisoyedus, but one particular Yisoyed that I would glean from this is that there's a Cheshman to everything. There's no such thing as no Cheshbonus. The Rabbanishim runs the world so perfect, in such a way, that everything has so, is so calculated, it's so measured, it's so perfect, that you should never look at the world and say, what's Pshat? Yeah, we might not know. We might never know. Sometimes you do know. But, I remember the story that I said that the Rabban Shem planted the seeds of helping this yeshiva 21 years ago by making me friendly with someone who, Baruch Hashem, is now a tremendous friend of the yeshiva and he, Mamash, became a, a Gavaldiga friend of the yeshiva 21 years ago. The Rabban Shem made me friendly with him. Right? It's an amazing thing. It's a schus. It's a tremendous schus. The Rabban Shem does it. Sometimes you don't understand why things happen. But they happen. You don't always get to see that. I got to see it. Not always you get to see it. But at least we can understand from here that there's a cheshman to everything. If we learn this, we understand this, and we live this, then we'll see in our lives how everything is calculated. You guys came to this yeshiva not randomly. You came here because this was calculated from the day that you were born, that you needed to be in this yeshiva in order to steig, to become closer to Hashem. That happens to be the best yeshiva, but that's just irrelevant. I'm saying it happens to be that you were decided to be here, not because you decided. Because a bunch of you, this is where you need to be, and everything that led up to you being in this yeshiva is in order to get to this yeshiva. And everything that happens in yeshiva leads up to becoming a better person, closer to Hashem, being the best over the Hashem possible. My boy say, we should be zoicha be'ez Hashem. Learn from these lessons that we just learned. There's a lot more to do over here, be'ez Hashem. And we're going to discuss, in Mitzvah Hashem, talking about making parnosa. That's going to be the discussion, be'ez Hashem, tomorrow, about making parnosa, how to do it, in which different way, be'ez Hashem, that will be tomorrow. We'll get into that. Okay.